mitä pelataan podcast. My favorite games of all time that I own. 2020 edition. Part 3 places 81 to 73. Welcome back to the list and today we are going through nine games that are new on the list and maybe wouldn't be on the list unless I had dropped the previous nine games lower on the list. And without further ado... Number 81 is a game by Rainer Knizia and it's originally from 1995 but I saw Matthew Jude praise this game and I thought that okay I'll have a look at it because it wasn't really expensive and it's a card game, just cards. Two different types of and sizes of cards. It's high society. The edition from 2018 from Osprey Games is really nice looking and the quality is good and also it's a small box so you can easily carry it with you as long as you have space for this large cards or large card size box in your wherever you carry it. It's a quite light game but I really like the auction because you have hidden money and you bid for the cards. Some cards give you points, some cards double your points either plus or minus, some cards give you minus points or are some otherwise negative. And uh, the auctions are well made so that if you bid the most you win the card but you lose the money. The others don't lose their money. Uh, that's for a positive card. If you bid the least for these negative cards, you get the card, but everyone else loses their money. So basically, if you're the first one to pass, you pick up the card and everyone else loses their money. Uh, what is the best idea, the small little idea in this game that it makes it really good is that everyone has the same amount of money cards, but there's only one of each number and there are skips in the numbers so they are not one two three four five six and so on the numbers skip uh, from like let's say 12 to 15 and from 10 to 12 so when you bid you have to choose a card and you don't get any refund so you bid with the cards that you have so you have to be very careful with the cards that you bid because if you win the bid you lose the cards you don't have them anymore why it is important because the one who has least money at the end of the game is automatically out. Very Knesia style <laughs> game and scoring of a game. This is one of the best fillers that there are and I really like the game. And if you haven't tried it, you should try it. It's 25 years old, but it's still very good. Very, very good. One of the best card games also. My number 81, High Society. My number 80 is a game from 2019. I have it in German because I don't even know if there is English copy. I bought it right before Essen last year and it's from Phil Walker Harding. It's a, in a way, 
roll and write, but it's a flip and write, but you've write to the cards of the game. What? Yes, you've write to the cards. It's silver and gold. The cards are small islands, and you're supposed to fill the islands, and they have different symbols that when you fill those symbols, you get some bonus, and then when you completely fill a card, then you get a new card, and the one with the most points wins the game. And you draw a different shape, depending on the card that you take from the draw deck. The draw deck has different shapes in the cards, and all of them don't come out. But whatever comes, then you draw it, and try to fill your islands. You have more than one island in front of you. If I remember right, you have two, and then you fill those two, and you collect them, and then you get some points according to what symbols you drew on and marked from your bonus card that dictates the scoring. Really quick and nice game and doesn't take much space and a bit different take on a flip and write because you write to the cards with the marker. Of course not a permanent marker but with a marker anyway. My number 80, silver and gold. Number 79 I played first time in UK Games Expo 2019. It came out there as far as I know. It's from Gamebrite and again again from Phil Walker Harding. It's a redone card drafting game. This time it's a dice drafting game and it's sushi roll. This is especially good with three people and it's really a good take on the game because Sushi Go is a really good game it's easy game but this one is easier to teach especially to new players because all the dice are open so all the information is open what you can pick from the dice and to the, the direction where it moves to uh, with Sushi Go the cards are hidden they are in your hand so you can't really help that much if someone is playing for the first game. Of course you can say that these symbols are this and blah blah blah, but with this you can help during the game. Also, the information being open and visible all the time makes it more strategic. So it's basically easier to teach, but, I mean easier to teach than Sushi Go, but it's also more strategic because you see your options. The dice come from a back randomly, so all the dice are not available every round and you have to make best of the dice that are taken from the back and rolled and that's about it. Basically you just collect different sets and try to score more points than others and this is a really good game. I really like it. My number 79 Sushi Roll My number 78 it's a remake of a game from 2010 that I haven't even seen in English. I don't know if it even exists in English. Seems to exist by Rio Grande, but I haven't even seen it in English. I've only seen it in German. Never played it before. I saw this on Kickstarter and I just had to pack it. It looked so good. It's by Matthias Kramer, published by Funtales, and it's Glenmore 2 Chronicles. This is a very good rondel game. Rondel in it means that you 
move certain number of steps forward on a circle and take a tile from there and choose what to do with the tile. Basically if it's a landscape tile you put it to your area, then if it's a person you put a marker to a board according to the placement rules on the board. And uh, with the chronicles there are so many different chronicles <laughs> that come with it. I haven't tried any of the expansions. They all change the game somehow. There's a race and then there's a long river and then there's some outlaws and then there's some king of the hill things and different styles of games. It's very interesting that this system can change into those different games but as I said I haven't tried them so I don't really know how they are. Uh, I really liked it that you can play with the die that speeds up the game if you want to. We even played a four player game with the die and it was quite nice because it moved in a very quick pace. We didn't have that much time to play and then we thought that let's try with the die and it's really good. It Everything works well. I didn't find any flaws in the game and it's good that the um, tradable wares are limited in a way and you can only perform the actions that you can do when you place your tile and it Things depend on where your guys are and you have to move the guys around and I mean everything works almost flawlessly together. This seems like a Stefan Feld game but it's Matthias Kramer game. I haven't played any other games from him I think. But this is a really good one and if you get the chance to play it, if you didn't pack it in the Kickstarter or if you don't want to buy it, it's a bit expensive I think. Especially compared to the old small version by Ravensburger. The German one. It's also a big box. It's a huge box. I thought that it's a bit smaller but <laughs> I had some trouble finding a place from the shelf to it because I wasn't prepared for the size. But anyway I suggest that you try it if possible because this is this is a very well done game that combines different kinds of mechanisms and it does it well. My number 78 Glenmore 2 Chronicles. My number 77 is at the very top of Roy Canada's top list of games of all time and this is a game that he's really advertising to be good and blah 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 and I finally gave in getting this game. This is Heroes of Land, Air and Sea and I found it from a discount so I had to buy it, had to, so to say, with air quotes, had to buy it and of course when I bought it I had to buy with the expansion as well. I found a very good deal, it was about half the price for both of them so I bought both of them. The first expansion, Order and Chaos. This is a in a way forex game but it's not really a heavy forex game it's a um mike delicio i think says that this is like a popcorn game if i remember right what he said about it in a board game Baras podcast uh but this is like very light-hearted it's not in balance i can say it <laughs> immediately after even looking at the factions it's not in balance but it doesn't have to be in balance the point of this game is that you 
sit or actually stand <laughs> because the board is a bit big it's better to stand so you see sit or stand whatever you want with your friends you maybe drink something like a soft drink or water or coffee or something and then you just play and have fun and mock each other and curse at each other and tell them that how bad you're going to beat them up and such and don't really care about the winning because if you care about the winning this might become very very slow if you're trying to calculate that what should you do when you should do how to do this how to maximize the points don't play it like this if you play it like that it's it's not worth the money or worth the time either because it can last for hours four hours means four hours maximum maybe but two to three hours is very common three to hours probably close to the correct but really play it with a light mind and light heart and just see what happens and then you may have some stories to tell about the game but please don't play it too seriously it's not a game meant for that it's like a beer and pretzels game i would say maybe or this popcorn game that mike delicia uses light-hearted fun my number 77 heroes of land air and sea by gamelin games and designed by scott alms published in 2018 i think i forgot to say them but here you go my number 76 is a game from last autumn i got it from spiel at essen um, it's published by feuerland spiele and the english version is by capstone games by the way, they are really on a roll at the moment. Capstone Games is publishing ridiculously cool stuff lately. And they are getting great contracts. And congratulations to Clayton Ross, you're doing a great job. Uh, the game is designed by Karsten Lober. This is the first game I see from him. And it's also recommended by Uwe Rosenberg on the rulebook. And if you get the Uwe recommendation, you have to be a good game. And this is Crystal Palace. I wrote a written review on this in English. It was the first written review I've written to my blog and it might be a bit babbling <laughs> or long or long-winded, but maybe you want to look at it so you know what I feel about the game. It's also in Board Game Geek, you can find it. My username is Zuxi, Z-U-X-I and have a look what I feel. In any case, this is a dice placement game. You have a dice and you choose their values. You don't roll the values, you choose the values. And whoever, I mean, whatever you choose, you pay that much money. And money is really tight in this game. <laughs> I mean, don't think that you have money growing on trees or something. It's not. It's really difficult to get money. So don't use dices of value 6 that much. Especially if you don't have money to do it and don't do it in the beginning because whatever money you have in the beginning is the most money you will have during the game uh, the theme is very interesting to me it's about this world's fair in london and on 1851 held in crystal palace and there are many characters and many inventions some from stories some from real life and this game has so many different mechanisms that 
this is not correct format to explain all about that. So like I said, go and read my review, but I really th like this game and... Mm, let's see, I need more plays on this to see if it belongs on the list. But currently it's on this list at this spot. But I need to play it a few more times more to see what finally happens to it. And that's about it. Crystal Palace, my number 76. My number 75 is also a game from last year. Uh, this is from Shem Phillips and Carp Hill Games, also by Renegade Game Studios. And this is the first game in Shem Phillips' line that piqued my interest in these games. And this is Paladins of West Kingdom. Uh, I looked at Architects earlier. It seems very, very, very lightweight to me. I've played it since and it's lightweight to me. Paladins seem to be somehow of a correct weight to me and to my taste. And thus I wanted to try it. And Sam was kind enough to send me a copy of Paladins and also Architects of the West Kingdom, so thanks to him. And this one is a really good game, but <laughs> it's so long. At least the first play was ridiculously long with three people. And <laughs> it could be quicker than three and a half hours or three hours, however long it took. But the first play is really long. If you haven't played it, try to play it with someone who has played it and is willing to, in a way, hold your hand a bit. Because otherwise you can really get your head stuck with all the possible options. There are not that many options, you don't have that many workers, but because things combo with each other. If you put worker there, you get a worker there, and you can do this, and you can do this, and you can do that, and then you can do this, if you do this, if you do this. Oh, I don't have one worker, I have one worker too few, what will I do? Oh, I'm missing this one resource. So, try to play it first time with someone who has played it before, because otherwise you can get your brain tied into a knot. And it can be really difficult to open it during the game. I noticed that I'm getting AP with this game, but um, it becomes easier on the following plays. And I think you should never even try to play it with four. It's two or three player game. I haven't tried to solo, but two or three player, it's a great game like that. And that was my number 75, Paladins. Of the West Kingdom. My number 74 is a game from 2017 published by Lookout Games and Mayfair. I have the Mayfair edition and it's designed by Uwe Rosenberg and it is Newsfjord. It's about a small village in Norway and not really but basically you're in this fishing village you're building buildings you're fishing of course because you're in a fishing village then you're giving food to the elders to persuade them to join you and then you go on and at the end of the game 
you count the points and then the most points wins. There's also shares in the game, kind of an odd mechanism to Uwe Rosenberg, but he's using it in this game, I don't know why, but it suits the game. I want to try this two-player. I recently ordered the expansion with the coins and the extra deck. The coins are really cool, very small metal coins, and they definitely make the game or the game's coins and money much better than the mini chips in the game that come in the box. This is maybe a bit, um, how should I say, hidden gem from Uwe Rosenberg. It didn't get that much hype or that much attention as it should get compared to the Agricola or Caverna or A Feast for Odin. But it's still a very good game and I suggest you try it if possible and especially if you like Uwe's games. It's a bit different than his other games. So even if you don't like his games you might like this one. Or if you like his games you might not like this one actually but give it a try. It's at least some kind of a new game. Like he seems to do same things quite often over and over. But in this one I think it's good because it has some fresh mechanisms and it has freshness. Although it's in a fishing village and the sea smells of fish and fish smells bad and I'm very allergic to fish so the theme doesn't suit me at all. Except that it's in Norway at the fjords. I want to see fjords at some point. But otherwise, my number 74, Nusfjord. last game on this list, on the 73rd place, is a game from 2018, published by Eckertspiel and designed by Flaminio Brasini and Virginio Gigli, and has a very colorful and beautiful art by Chris Williams. Uh, I became interested in this game when Blueback Pinkback gave it a 6-pack rating, all of them. Was it the first one that they ever gave a rating where everyone gave it a 6? And also, I think Matthew Jude also suggested the game, that it would be a good game. So I acquired it. It's Coimbra, and Coimbra was a very important city at the early times. It was capital of Portugal before Lisbon. That's about it for the theme. But this is a dice drafting game, and... It has really nice components, as I earlier said about the artwork already, but also there's a nice mechanism that you draft the dice, and whenever you draft a die, you place it according to the order. If it's the highest die in a certain location, you place it to the leftmost. If it's lowest, you put it to the right, and if it's somewhere in the middle, then you put it somewhere in the middle. And what is interesting is that if you choose a high value dice, especially when recruiting characters, you have to pay as much as there are pips on the die that you've chosen. You go first with the high value die and last with the low value die. So choose carefully because you have to pay either in cards or coins. And it has very many mechanisms in it. You can move on the map and 
you can invest on journeys and you go up on influence tracks different tracks give you different income depending on things and it's really based on the dice drafting so whatever dice you draft that will dictate what you can do in that round it's a bit heavier dice drafting game than some other ones that are available but i think it's one of the best in its genre and i want to play this again because it's been a while since i played it i played it almost immediately when i made my list the previous time or quite soon it was in the beginning of 2019 so it's over a year ago but i don't really remember all of the things in the game i just remember that i've rated it 8.5 in board game geek and i remember that the dice drafting was very important and i like the mechanisms it was heavier than it looks because it's pretty and colorful but then again if you think about the mechanisms it's not as heavy as the mechanisms might suggest it being there's nothing much else to say about this it was talked about when it came out but i haven't heard or seen the game almost anywhere for a year almost it came and then it somehow disappeared it's a good game but maybe it became stale for people i don't know or maybe people who liked it really liked it and are playing it and not showing it to other people or something but i don't know at least here it seems that or in my sphere of media it doesn't seem to be popular or people are not talking about it but people should talk about it more it's very nice game and deserves a place on this list and thanks to blueback pinkback and matthew jude for suggesting this final game of this list on the 73rd place was coimbra So that was the list this time. Thanks for listening. Next time there will be again new games, new to me games, but not very newly published. None of these are from mm, this year. Some might be from last year. But out of the coming nine, six are new to me that I hadn't played earlier before the previous list. So let's see what happens. These new games become less and less as the list goes on. I think. Or maybe they stay about the same. But next time only two, sorry, three old games. One of them is a new acquisition for me that I didn't have last time when I made the list. But it was on the list of top nine games that I don't own. You can find this podcast from SoundCloud under the name Mitapelataan, also from iTunes and Spotify. There are links in the show notes if you want to go and look at that. I can be found from Instagram and Twitter with the username Mitapelataan. In Facebook there's a page Mitapelata. I have a blog mitapelataan.wordpress.com and you can find all my links from linktree forward slash Mitapelataan. You can email me at mitapelataan.gmail.com in case you want to do so. Feel free to comment, subscribe, 
leave a review however you want to but interact with me <laughs> on this list at least so I get some feedback on it thank you again and bye bye thank you for the music goes to Grimwater